Storytellers AZ, a discussion group for people who make a living telling stories. Hello and welcome to Storytellers AZ, the podcast for anyone who wants to tell better stories. As always, I am Tyler Hurst, and to my left this time is... Uh, my name is Sarah Marquez. I am new to the group. And what do you do, Sarah? Um, I write uh, beatnik-style poetry, and I'm moving into short stories. Awesome. I had, I'm having serious ideas of... Um... Sweaty balls, the SNL sketch. That's how both yeah. girls are talking. Pretty close. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty bad. We, we just need someone to pull the uh, Alec Baldwin roll, and yes, I can totally see that. <laughs> All right. Uh, after Sarah, around the table, we have... I am Wendy Honeybeer, and I am a writer and editor. And I am Chris Connery, salesman, podcaster, and general cool guy. Oh, and uh, Ty- I'm Tyler again, and I still write. <laughs> a professional actual writer actual writer people pay me to put words on the page wow. uh, speaking actual of writing mm-hmm. this month is NaNoWriMo which is National Novel Writing Month uh, we, in our previous podcast we talked about our initial NaNoWriMo impressions and now that we are a whopping nine days in which is around 15, 30% yeah 15,000 16,000 words um, in, the, in the project oh if you don't know what NaNoWriMo is it's a once-a-year, month-long event where people from around the world band together to each write a 50,000-word novel in 30 days. The point is not to edit. The point is not to worry too much about anything besides getting the words on the page. Their individual 50,000-word novel, not <laughs> joining forces to do one individually as a group. That was actually a question last week. I'm sure it was. By a, <laughs> by a member, a long-standing member of the community. Or not long-standing, but a very active member of the community. So on day nine, we are we've been actually having been having daily check-ins for the past uh, the past week. Uh, mostly, we all make fun of Elizabeth Newland uh, for not writing enough or editing or doing anything that we don't deem appropriate. Now we can really make fun of her for not being here. Yes, tonight. and she's not here, so we're just keep <laughs> talking about her. But uh, and we've all uh, we've all kept up. I know Jeff Nelson has has kept up with, with some of his words. Um, Sarah, have you? Are you doing that all right now? Yeah, I've actually been uh, following the conversation, but I've been quite adding <laughs> to it. I had to drive thirty minutes, also, and I am two thousand words behind today. But I'm here. All right, well, thank so, you, Sarah. So, so your story is going well. What have you? What have you thought about NaNoWriMo so far? I've actually found it a really useful experiment so far. I've discovered that I think I prefer short stories to long novel writing. Um, I've discovered that it's a lot harder than I thought it would be, um, and that it's really good to figure out that rhythm to get into and every day and then find that. And once you just lock in, it, you just crank it out super fast, super easy. It just comes to you. Is it easier for you now a week and a half or so in than it was the first couple of days or... Have you found your momentum slipping a little bit? My momentum's slipping, but I have a lot of other demands in my time, and I kind of find those taking a little bit more priority, so I'm getting out of my sink, and when I know is my optimum time to write, when I'm most creative, and I can just do 2,000 words in like an hour, and I'm not getting those hours, that same time block in, Mm -hmm. and so it's becoming a little bit more difficult, but um, I'm trying to keep up, though. I'm trying to, you know, get the 500 words here and the 500 (laughs) words there and trying to get total, so... Very cool. I know a lot of um, Elizabeth was talking about that too about writing five hundred word chunks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't do that. I I like to write all at once because I because once I get into a rhythm, it's mm-hmm. um, 
it's uh, it gets much easier to do that. For some reason, it's easier to write four thousand words than it is to write one thousand words. As long as you get past that two thousand word barrier, right? Um, you things words just kind of flow, which is the whole point of writing without editing. As far as my novel, how mine's going, <laughs> it's done. <laughs> I did it last year. Uh, but no, seriously, uh, thanks to Evo Terra and uh, Patrick, I keep forgetting your last name, the guy who wrote How to Succeed in Evil on Um I have decided to spend uh, this month finishing three projects that I have been working on for a while. So that was editing the book I ghost, uh, ghost wrote for Event Day, which I have now that I'm reading through it. Oh, I would barely call that a first draft. It's it's amazing. Um, so I guess I already did a 50,000 word book, yes. a book this year and last year. But it's really weird reading some of this stuff because I definitely did not in nanorimal style and the, and some of the cliches and the repeated words and and all that is there and it's so much easier to take it out now than it would have been at the time because I wouldn't have been able to finish it. So well, it's, it's, a, it's fresh again now. Yeah, it's it's mm. a really cool experience to be able to do that. Um, and then I'm also have worked on a couple other things. I I've, I do morning pages now. Uh, which has been big, so that's 750 words right out of the bat, uh, which is something that I've wanted to do for a while uh, part as part of the artist's way. So NaNoWriMo is going very well for me, even though I'm not actually writing a book. So we were 50-50 on the first two so far. Wendy, yeah. how's your NaNoWriMo going? I'm a NaNoWriMo reject. I didn't officially sign up for it anyway. Um, just oh, because oh I- by the way, I'm putting words up on the NaNoWriMo site. I'm just combining all the words that I write for blog posts. So Elizabeth still thinks that I'm letting my... <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Sinister Tyler steps out again. That's just evil. So I'm not lying about the words, but I'm just... No. You're, you're, you're fudging were, the words quite literally. You've been kind literally. of misleading. Them. But okay, I told everybody from the beginning that I wasn't signing up officially. Yeah, so I totally um, changed your mind. Yeah, I totally changed my mind, and now I changed my mind back. And how, I was talking to somebody off the wagon again. How, how long did I last? Three days. Okay. And were you on your word count for that though, for those days? Yes. Okay. Or close. I was close. Okay. But um, I don't think NaNoWriMo is really something that's made for writers who um, get paid for what they do, because then you're writing so much on top of what you already write. There's no way that I could do that. Right. I would be a chiropractor's dream after that. Wow. <laughs> Uh, last year, I wrote a ton more uh, during the nan- during the NaNoWriMo thing while I was actually doing the novel, but I was at the expense of running because I was hurt. So there's really, oh. I, I think that sometimes you can't do too much of, of, of just one thing because if yeah. you're an author or a writer, you really should be writing like this every right. day. And I, mean, I can tell not- you that it has gotten me off my ass in my everyday work. Well, that's, that's I've redone better. my blog. I, I posted two blog posts on my blog this past week um, and... Uh, done some volunteer work and uh, just plenty of writing on my own, just not for NaNoWriMo, which is something that I wasn't doing before. So I, I find it delicious, deliciously ironic that there's four people in the room and one person writing NaNoWriMo and we're talking about NaNoWriMo because I'm also a NaNoWriMo quitter. <laughs> well, we were um, thinking we were going to have more here, but... Yeah. Valid. I mean, I, I, I was very much Link on the bait, fence. Dude. Link, bait, truth. Run. I was very much on the fence till right up, literally like the day before Halloween. I was like, Argh. but I, uh, I'm launching a company and quitting my day job and, uh, doing lots of other things this month. So spending 50,000 words with a writing. And I wasn't going to do fiction anyway. I was going to end up doing nonfiction. So it's technically not rules based NaNoWriMo, but that's my authority problem stepping in. Oh, let me tell you about authority problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler and I can, uh, you know nothing about that. Right. No one, no one in this room nearly got arrested today. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I, I was literally right on the fence, but the, the whole launching a company thing was a little bit more, uh, sustainable 
to uh, put my efforts forward this month. Well, and, and that always happens. I mean, there's always stuff that's, stuff that's more important. And I think what NaNoWriMo teaches us is to keep our head down and focused on one specific goal at a time, um, whether that is a novel, you know, a podcast, a, a new company, a relationship, or whatever you want to do. I mean, it's, it's, it's great because I, I actually I write at more normal times now and I work out to train for Tough Mudder almost the same time every day. And that, that right there, just being able to do that is, is fantastic. And I can credit NaNoWriMo for that. I mean, the, just the, the movement and the idea for that, and that's great. So, I mean, let's talk a little bit about some of the uh, the pros and cons of NaNoWriMo. Because I, I, you mentioned Evo's post and Patrick's post. And I haven't read Patrick, but I have read Evo's. And you, you mentioned they were fairly similar. Uh, Evo put a wonderful piece of writing out at the beginning of the month, basically telling everyone who's doing NaNoWriMo that you're a moron. Now, if you actually read said post, it, it, it says that, and then he goes, but it's okay. It's the equivalent of the people that train to run a 5K, and then all of a sudden they're runners. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, is, is the analogy that I, I took out of that. And mm-hmm. and. Tyler, that's picking on you for two things. Now you're a shitty writer and a shitty runner. Um, Fuck. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I think it's actually a really good exercise for someone that wants to get better at writing. And, and you, you all kind of mentioned you're in habits. You're, you're writing at regular times. You're getting into good patterns. You're doing the things to be more successful as a writer. Whether you actually succeed as a writer because of NaNoWriMo or you just get better because of some of those habits and things, I think are, are really good points. And, and Evo mentioned that. But a lot of people look at it as this is the goal. I'm writing a book, and it's done on November 30th. You know, and, and that's the that's one of the biggest problems when they yeah, publish stuff. Yeah, it's just not ready. Which is why, as, as I'm looking back through my other ghostwritten book, I'm like, oh, thank God, I didn't even think about publishing this. I mean, it's just it's bad. Well, the the first try of anything is going to be hideous. I mean, that's just the way we are. I know, and that's and and uh, yeah, Eva made those points. But Patrick's was basically about what he was going to do during that month. Was editing stuff and, and all that, so it was it was kind of my goals. It's worked out really well. It's nice to see all of the new faces around me setting those goals and and meeting them every day. It's an, an quite the inspiration, actually. Yeah, it's, it's been helping it's, helping it's, me. It's nice being able to check in with each other, and then I think for you, Sarah, I think you found out what you don't like, and that's and that's important too. Sure. Yeah, um, that was a real big help for me because I went into it not really having any clue. I never really haven't even tried. I never bought, I thought, oh, I never have the time. And I thought, you know what? My life's not going to change. In fact, my life's only going to get more busy. So I better figure out now right. how to fit the time in if I'm really serious and really want to do this. And so, yeah, it did help me figure out to find that time, to find that block. How many words, if I was really going and I had my plot line straight and everything, how much could I crank out? And then I also figured out that when I hit a block, which I've hit several times in my plot line so far, how very slow <laughs> the words come so that I can actually kind of prep myself during the day. If I have a minute here or there, I can do some research on the internet or something to try to spark some ideas so that then I can do that flow again and make sure all those words are coming out because I'm not worried or the plot line's not stopped. Or So do you find yourself with a, a coherent goal in mind? Um, you know, yeah. It's obviously a lot different than writing short stories, which you said is your, your kind of primary writing. Well, actually, I just figured that out because of NaNoWriMo, because I hit about um, just shy of 10K, and I was like, I'm done. I'm, I'm not joking. My story was done, and I'm like, this is not good. But for me, that's what I was comfortable with. It was right. just enough description, just enough plot depth, but not too much, where you have to learn the whole backstory. And the, I mean, there's room for that in novels. It's just not my style. It would be wrong to force it from that point. And, and I didn't know this until I did that because I've never written 
that many words in one constructive sitting. And so that's when I figured. And so then instead what I did is what a lot of them, um, I went on the forums and they were very helpful on what do you do when there's right. nothing you, left to write. Right? Exactly. And I had some advice, some from friends of mine, and I just randomly took points and characters and just developed them out into another, you know, a couple thousand here and a couple thousand there. Whether I use them or not in the long run doesn't really matter, but I'm learning, you know, how to build up character development, right. how to try to reconnect it back to the plot line. So, yeah, it's been very, very instructful. That's well, awesome. And I think a lot of people go in with this thinking they're going to write the next great novel. Like, I, I know people that last year talked about how awesome their novel was going to be after the first pass of 50,000 words. And they think they're writing, you know, the, the freaking Lord of the Rings trilogy. You have to kind of think that way for long-term success, no, though, don't you? No, no, no. Well, you can't sit no, there and think you suck. No, no. Because no. you're you, going to undermine you, yourself. If you don't think your first draft sucks, you're completely delusional. I, I think it's more of a case of... And this is coming from a raving egomaniac. Oh, I know. I know it is. <laughs> I think you have to you have to view NaNoWriMo as an exercise. And they, I've seen a lot of people keep referring to it that this is your draft. But some people just don't get what the word draft means. And I think if you keep it more in the word, this is an exercise. This is not a final project. It's not even a project, really. It's right. an exercise. Mm -hmm. It's batting practice. Then you can, you know, like what I'm doing, where I've kind of cut and pieced meal. I mean, there's no way you could read this straight as a story. Mm -hmm. And unless you were constantly editing while you're writing. Which you shouldn't be doing. Which you exactly. should never do, Elizabeth Newland. Ever. <laughs> exactly. Then there's no way that this could be a finished piece by the time you end it. I mean, it's just impossible. So I'm going to reference another book that I'm, I'm sure you've read and I'm pretty sure you've read and I don't know you well enough to know if you've read it or not um, but you know there's the rule that became kind of uh, real real popular about four or five years ago when Outliers came out the, the 10,000 10, hours rule you know in order to be an expert or something you have to do it for oh, yes, 10,000 hours um, I can definitely see a lot of people treating NaNoWriMo as part of your 10,000 hours yeah, it's that grind out 0.001% of them Sure. I mean, but, of the hours. Yeah, but the, the concept I'm running. I mean, it's yes. it's clearly it's clearly something you're doing just to get better at what you do. Yes. Yeah. And and I I don't think everyone treats it. Everyone's trying to do the overnight success thing, which doesn't exist. No. But it's uh, yeah, I would agree with you on that one. That it's a good kickstart into that ten thousand hour direction. Sure. It's a good kickstart, letting you you know getting you paced so that then you can go on. But you're going to need a lot more. Formal experience, I guess, would be the way. Yeah, the I'm, crash, the burn, the rejection. And the... what they don't realize is that most novels are between 80 and 120,000 words. So even a 50,000 word yeah. uh, piece is not really a novel. It's yeah. still kind of a short story. And if Aaron Goldfarb, who wrote the book How to Fail, uh, he also wrote a nice post uh, yesterday, uh, he knows that short stories don't sell at all. Um, he's found out. So watch out for that, Sarah. He, he said that yes, many, many times. You have times. to write lots of them. Yeah. He goes, just put them all in a book and call it a full book, which I, I seems like a great idea to me. But well, I was considering aiming more towards the magazine market there you go. and places like that that need more about that eight thousand. Yeah, he was, uh, he, was just, he was talking about Amazon singles, which was it was it yeah. was a good it was a good talk. Although you know, I think just real quickly on that that there is a place for short stories in the future. Think about it. Everyone you know has shorter and shorter time frames to read and shorter shorter attention spans, and you think how many more people are going to start using e-readers. And I don't know about you, but I can only read so long on an e-reader, and it would be great if I could have 30 minutes, sit down, whoop, finish the story. Okay, great. Now I don't have to remember where See, I was. I, I don't know or... if I agree with that, because I, mm -hmm. I, I have yeah. read short I, – I read a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I am obviously atypical when it comes to reading statistically, but I, currently, I just picked up a gigantic, thick book, the Steve Jobs biography, mm -hmm. 
And I am just as entrenched in reading that as I was when I was reading a much shorter autobiography from Bruce Campbell right beforehand. The length of the book and the fact that whether you read it or paper, it's irrelevant. I read it on a Kindle. It's just like reading on paper, um, mm. except I can carry it around a lot better. Um, yeah. So, you know, I don't know necessarily. I think there is still a market for the shorter stuff because see, you see a lot more people. This is going to be generalizations. Um, most people that aren't us aren't, don't read. Right? They read magazines. They read stuff at the dentist office. They read on the bus. Um, you know, most people I know, like the most reading they do is when they're on an airplane. Mm. That's the only time they ever read. Well, that, I guess that's kind of the market that I would be referencing towards yeah. is yeah. there's a more and more where these people just have this snippet of time where it's too long to, you know, you've done, you checked your email, you've searched something on the internet and you've still got 20 minutes to sit and wait for something that you could just pop out, get a short story, finish it though. So you don't have to go back to it. You don't right. have to remember it. You don't have to feel guilty because you paid for it and you never finished it. And instead, specifically for people who are not readers, but there will always be the market, I think, for the huge tomes, especially when they're well-written and just yeah. they read so quickly, you don't even notice you're reading that many words. You do a whole podcast about that. Mm-hmm. On attention spans? What were we talking about again? <laughs> Short stories versus oh. long stories. All right, we'll do that next time. But as for now, uh, apparently size doesn't matter. <laughs> Thank you for that. Uh, All right, and that's it for us. Thanks, everyone, for showing up. Uh, If you have any questions, you can check us out at storytellersaz.com. We meet the second and fourth Wednesday of every month at Gangplank in downtown Chandler, 250 South Arizona Avenue. If you want to check us out, uh, check Gangplank out. It's gangplankhq.com. If you have any questions, please email tyler at gangplankhq.com. Thanks, and have a good one. Thank you for listening to Storytellers AZ. We'll see you next time.